Fighting. Hatred. Fear. Had enough of the noise? Radio. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Dr. H. It is good to be here with you, baby. Folks, we have a great show for you today. We're going to have Kirsten Carey, who is a healer extraordinaire on. She's got such a wonderful story, not only of hers, but also we're going to have a great conversation about misconceptions about natural medicine. Folks, you know what I'm bringing to you now. We're bringing you people who have been loving you from afar that you've never met. I'm going to be introducing to you these people often and always because there is so many people out there who are doing so many great things that just, they love you. They love you. They love you. And I want you to meet them because these are great, great folks. And Kirsten's certainly one of them. We're going to be talking about our new book called Transformational Healing. We're going to, of course, be sending you over to her website, nourish123.com. That's nourish123.com because we want you to give and support. Let's support each other. Let's support the people that are actually saying you can do this and we can heal everything. Let's support the healers out there. And she's definitely someone, her and her wonderful husband, Anthony, are definitely people worthy of your support. Now, folks, before we get into today's topic, um, we're going to be getting into, so I really want to get into, you know, doing the work. You know, I've been sensing from a lot of folks that have this journey, they're on the healing journey and they're wondering, well, how long is it going to take Dr. H? It's going to take as long as it takes. Well, what am I going to have to do? Everything that you can, you know, uh, is it going to work? Absolutely. Why? Because you're going to be taking a vitamin every day. And I'm not talking about vitamin D or vitamin C or vitamin A or B, and those are great and you should take them. I'm talking about vitamin belief that it's important for you every day to be putting mental medicine into your body every day in the form of vitamin belief. Everybody gets 15 minutes of unadulterated bitching every single day. Everybody, right? We're going to have adult conversations moving forward, folks. So if you're worried about my vernacular, if you're worried about my topics or something like that, I get it. That's cool. But in on this show, and when you talk to me, we're going to be having adult conversations because it's overdue and we have to start having them. That's the only way we're going to heal. We have to have these adult conversations. So vitamin belief is an adult conversation. You have to be able to check in with your mental game, your mental approach to your healing process every single day. When we say you get 15 minutes of unadulterated bitching every day, there's no rollover minutes. What we are saying very clearly is that for 23 hours and 45 minutes every day, it's got to be about belief. It's got to be about faith. It's got to be about God being invited into your life. It's got to be about you reestablishing this love with you and your body, that you're not fighting your body, that you're not damning your body because your body in your mind isn't working right, but that you're listening to your body and saying, body, I love you. You love me. What do we got to do to make this relationship work? Your body loves you. God loves you. Let's make sure those relationships are strong because that's where the healing is going to occur. God only designs things that fix themselves. 
but they will never fix themselves in spite of themselves. That's why it's so important for you to make sure you got that mental game on, that you're taking that mental medicine, that vitamin belief, 23 hours and 45 minutes at least of every single day. And how long is it going to take? As long as it's going to take. But what you're going to do is you're going to figure it out. You're going to do that work. And that's what we're talking about in today's show, doing the work, getting the rewards. Do the work, get the rewards. That's how natural medicine works. It's not quick. It's not necessarily easy, but it is highly effective and you're damn sure it's safe. So what I want you to do, folks, is get out of your mind this notion, any notion that you have to be perfect. If you don't do one little thing, it's all going to fall apart. That's nonsense. That's fear. That is the absence of faith. What you're going to get into is the mentality that no matter what comes my way, no matter how many times I fall down, a hundred times I fall down, you're going to get up 101. No matter what comes your way, you are going to get this done. Because that's the attitude. That's the mentality that a healer has and carries with them. That's actually what you like about me is I am unbreakable on that point. And I want to give that to you. That's what I want to share with you. That confidence, that conviction, that faith. It's all possible. Everything that you hope for is possible if you're willing to do the work. When you're willing to do the work, do the work, get the rewards. We're right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. Energetic Health Radio is sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing people just like you. Check us out, baby, at www.energetichealthinstitute.org. Holistic nutrition, let's get you some tools. Detoxification, let's get you some tools. Art of cellular healing, let's get you some tools. Let's get you the tools you need to do the work. What schools like mine bring, shouldn't say mine, ours bring, are the tools, the skills, so that you can do the work, so that you can get the rewards. That's how it all works. That's the divine design. Check us out, www.energetichealthinstitute.org. You will be very, very, very happy that you did. We'll be right back with more after these messages. was Henry Wadsworth Longfellow that said, lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime and departing, leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. All right. Welcome back, everyone. I'm here with Kirsten Carey. 
healer extraordinaire. How are you doing today, Kirsten? I am well excited to be here. Oh, it's so good to have you. I, 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 we're going to talk about the book, Transformational Healing, and how people get in touch with you. We're going to talk about that in the next segment. But folks, let me tell you, this is somebody you're going to want to get in touch with. This is a book you're going to want to get and read. I know everybody's like, well, everybody's selling a book these days. Yeah. A lot of those books are telling us about problems. This is a book actually telling you about solutions and that you can do it. So I think these are the kind of books I like to read, the ones that give me ideas on something I can do about a problem, not just telling me that there's a problem. Yes, there are a lot of problems. So um, before we get into that, though, in the next segment, what I really want to get into uh, here in this first one is we, we go back and forth and, um, you know, over the years, we go back and forth over what we're seeing with you know, with, with people we're working with and, you know, the challenges that we have and everything, you know, to me in this day and age, we've had so many wonderful people coming in really curious about what natural medicine can do for them. Um, we clearly have this thing going on where there's, you know, physical toxicity, emotional toxicity, spiritual toxicity that we're dealing with. But I think what we're also dealing with is this huge, um, Grand Canyon level kind of divide between what people think natural medicine is and what natural medicine actually is. Um, so what are some of the biggest misconceptions about natural healing that you come across these days? And let's just start the conversation there. Oh, um, well, that it works fast. And you know, sometimes, it, I mean, there are some things that work, I guess it's all relative, right? Like, what do you think is quick? Um, that they get to just take a pill and they don't have to change their behavior because mm. that's what traditional medicine, I think a lot of times convinces people that I don't have to do anything differently. I just get to take this supplement or I get to do this detox and then it all changes. And so that's, that's a big one, I think for a lot of people. Um, and that it works a certain way. Like there's always just these five steps and that's how you do it. And it works differently for, for everybody, right? Like we have our, you know, parameters and how protocols work, but there's still your experience is going to be your experience. Um, so I think they're the ones that we typically see the most, um, or that it's super woo woo, or you're going to be uncomfortable the whole time. Well, you may be uncomfortable because we may push you into places that you need to go in order to undo whatever got you where you are in the first place. But, you know, I, my definition, I think, of woo-woo has changed a lot in my mm -hmm. own spiritual journey, in my own healing journey, in my own physical journey, um, that why was I worried about woo-woo? Like, what, what conditioned me to think that that was bad or um, we couldn't do these things? Or if you can't touch it, it doesn't exist um, and it won't help me heal. So I think they're the ones we see the most often. Right on. And just to give everybody a little bit more of a background for you, what are some of the major so so-called diagnoses that huh. you work with so people don't think well she's working with people with a sniffle no she's not yeah, working no. with people with just sniffles <laughs> what are some of the things that you see yeah so i mean uh autoimmune is basically our is our wheelhouse for the most part and we we got kind of this world dragged me into that because i had autoimmune disease myself diseases myself so we deal with a lot of autoimmune and, and chronic issues but we deal with a lot of issues where people have been there done that so they're more of our clients where i've been to this person i've gone to this practitioner i've done this process i've done this protocol and i've tried and it didn't work and then they have something that either isn't diagnosable because it's just they can't find a name for it or it's something that they just feel they are not being heard or seen 
to be believed is an issue. Now, I'm not saying that people are making things up. What I'm saying is a lot of times practitioners will push you to the next practitioner if they've never experienced something like that before. They don't know what to do with it mm-hmm. because it's coming from a place of, of emotional fracturing. Mm-hmm. So they don't know how to fix that. And so I think we get the people who, um, you know, we're not Dr. House. I mean, we're not the, <laughs> the TV show where you bring in all the cases no one's ever seen kind of thing, but it's the I have a legit issue. I can't recover from this leaky gut issue. I still have food sensitivities and nobody can explain to me why. Um, I've had this pain that nobody can can help me past. Um, thyroid disorder is probably the most common and hormone imbalance, but it's people who no longer want to take something to force their body into a space. Like I don't want to take, uh, you know, hormone replacement therapy. I don't want to take the pill. I don't want to do this to force my hormones to do something. I want to understand why my hormones are not balancing on their own. Mm-hmm. I want to understand why I can't get over on this food sensitivity issue. I want to understand why I'm continuing to lose my hair, even though my doctor says my labs are normal. Mm-hmm. That's kind of more of the things that we tend to see where people don't always have a name for their collection of symptoms, but they know something's not right. Mm-hmm. And they, or they've been fractured in the system where they're seeing a heart specialist, but the heart specialist isn't considering why they have this pain in their side. Right. You know, and then where we've seen only the endocrinologist, but the endocrinologist isn't telling them to do anything more than keep taking your meds. There's not an understanding, but why is my thyroid acting the way it is? Why am I having this issue with my liver? Why am I having this problem? So it's those people tend to be the ones we work with most. They, they want to understand the core root mm-hmm. issue. And those are the ones that probably heal as well because they are curious. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. They're curious. They're saying, okay, I hear what you're saying. I can take this pill and I can manage the symptom for a period of time. But they get the idea that you're forcing the body beyond its own inherent capabilities. Right to try to just behave today. Well, there's a reason your body isn't behaving. It's trying to communicate a message to you and they want to understand the message. So it's kind of like they're taking a language class. Mm-hmm. You know, they're coming to us to help them decipher so that they can speak the language fluently that their body has been using all of this time. That's a beautiful analogy right there, right? That's, that's what it comes down to. Your body's always talking to you. Are you always. listening? And if you're listening, because of course, pain is something that is undeniable. You have to listen to, yes. but are you, do you understand what your body is saying to you? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so many people are like, well, I just want the pain to go away. Well, it's like, okay, you can suppress that. You can, you can force shift it into oblivion or try to, um, it's just going to create another problem that ultimately is going to show up again. And, you know, the question is still, have you addressed? See, that's what's so cool about this to me. The, there's this, we've been given this amazing gift of life and we've been given this amazing gift of a body, right? Mm-hmm. And we are not our bodies. And I think this is some fundamental thing we have to really start having adult conversations about. You are not your body. Your body is a gift. Your body has feelings too, Right. And I and I've been I've been challenging people the last couple of weeks and going. When's the last time you told your body that you love it? When's the last time that you had that honest conversation with your body and listen? Say, hey, what do you really need? What's going on? Right? Yeah, you may not have the knowledge of w- what to do. That's okay. That's why you work with people that have experience and expertise and success. I don't know why you would go to a, anybody who doesn't have success in what they're doing. But um, you know, I think what I'm what I'm hearing is that you know we have this incredible opportunity right now with so many people being interested in natural medicine. It's important that they get success with it too, 
Mm -hmm. that's why I get concerned with people who don't have the education, don't have the clinical experience with natural medicine being now the gatekeepers for it, you know, and I'm speaking specifically to white coats. So white coats, you know how I feel about you, right? If you're doing good work, I'm going to give you a high five. But if you're white coating this up and you think, and you're reducing someone's healing process to a capsule instead of a pharmaceutical, that's a step up. Yes, I'll give you that, but it's not a huge step up because the capsule, the diet, as important as they are, and they are huge foundational pieces, Mm -hmm. they do not address the emotional component, the spiritual component. They do not address the fundamental things that go on in people's internal dialogue that, that had caused people to get in the way of their own healing. So with that in mind, what are some of the things that you've seen, um, something that comes to mind about helping someone overcome when they've been in the way of their own healing process? That's a great question. I mean, well, first they just have to have the belief that there is an answer for them. Like we've had people who we, we have conversations with people before we take them as clients. And I've had people say, I don't believe I can heal. And I'm like, then I can't help you. Because you believe so much that you can't, you will stay in that because it feels safer because that's what you know. So it's the understanding of what is my belief system here? Do I believe people heal? Do I, what is my definition of healing? What have I, have I seen it happen before? And when we have clients come to us, I mean, we, it's, it's my favorite story in the whole book. We actually lead with it in the book. There's a client of ours who 12 hours after she started working with us, she had a thyroid disorder. Um, and her doctor, 12 hours after she started working with her, got her labs back and said, called her and said, there's an emergency. If you don't have your thyroid taken out immediately, you will die. And she panicked because that's dramatic. And she called us and I said, look, I can't tell you what to do. What I can tell you is your body has the ability to heal. And if you believe you have the ability to heal, there's a way out of this without surgery. But if you remove that thyroid, it's not growing back. It's not coming back. And it is integral to your entire system. Everything depends basically on how that functions. So if it's gone, you not only will be on meds for the rest of your life, you will be dependent on a way to circumvent your body's natural healing abilities for everything. Mm -hmm. So I said, but I can't tell you to do whatever you decide to do. We will help support you. So she decided she was going to go through the process with us. Uh, we shifted her uh, nutrition. We shifted what was going on with her emotionally. We worked on some underlying traumas. And 12 weeks later, weeks later, her labs were getting so much better. She continued to say, I'm on the right path. I'm going to keep going. Mm-hmm. A year later, her doctor, her endocrinologist, same guy who told her she was going to die if she didn't have her thyroid removed immediately, runs another set of labs, full sets of labs. Now we were running some in between, but she runs the labs with him. And two weeks later, he finally gets back to her and says, I'm really sorry but I didn't get back to you in for so long, but I thought the labs screwed something up and I had to double check that they were really your labs. <laughs> now, Anthony had already seen the labs. He'd already had a conversation with her about what was going on. Mm-hmm. And the doc said, look, I've never seen this before. You're a miracle. You should write a book, but you, I don't see any signs of, of what was going on with your thyroid issues before. And she goes, right. He goes, well, what are you taking? She goes, I'm not taking anything. I changed my diet. I changed how I look at life. I did some work on some emotional traumas and I'm working through all this. And he goes, yeah, but what are you taking? Like he mm-hmm. couldn't wrap his head around it, mm-hmm. but he just kept saying to her, well, you, you have to write a book because you're a miracle. Now we started the book with her as an honoring for all of that. So she didn't write a book, but we started our book with her, but there's a, a screenshot of the email that she sent over to Anthony when she got this conversation with the doctor and how you know amazing it was. And she was just like, when you believe and you know, and then you have the right people supporting you who also believe and know because they've seen it happen. 
(laughs) Exactly. Don't work with a practitioner who's never seen someone actually heal, especially if they're not, they've never seen anything from what you've been dealing with. But healing is innate. It is in, it is part of us. We are naturally set up to do things when we are aligned with the process. We are aligned with who we're working with, and we believe it's possible. If we're not, and, it's not going to happen. And when we put in the work, because oh, well, clearly she put in that work. Hallelujah! Put in the damn right? work. How, how, right. And this is this is what I keep bringing people back to. Tell me one thing that God has ever made that doesn't fix itself. Mm-hmm. Everything that God makes is designed to heal itself. Yes. Right. Big, small, doesn't matter. It's it's self-encoded with the instructions of healing. We're no different, obviously. But tell me, then tell me one thing man has ever made that fixes itself. Right. Nothing. And Nothing. we're not machines. We're not machines. We have to, we have to abandon this absurd mechanistic approach where we look at that the body like it's a car and we look at it in terms of systems it's and everything insane. like that. It's like, how archaic, how wrong can you obviously be? And then what that presupposes then is that, yes, I'm going to put something in and I can force something to actually heal. Well, folks, you got to remember what the definition of allopathic medicine is. The definition of allopathic medicine is the replacement of one morbid condition for another morbid condition. By definition, Tabor's medical dictionary at the turn of the century. That's the definition. Now, as you can imagine, nobody wants a morbid condition. So their marketing team stepped in and said, well, we can't use that. So what did they change morbid condition to? Side effect. And what they got everybody to believe into, which is a lie, is that every single medicine, natural and otherwise, has a side effect to it. Yeah. You know what the side effect to our medicines are? Healing. By and large, <laughs> healing. You get better. You don't need to be dependent on a system anymore. You can just right. learn yourself. Yep. <laughs> my, my job is to teach you so that you don't need me. That's what yeah. doctor means. Dolciere. That's what it means. Nurse means nourisher. I'm going to nourish you back. To, that was the idea of the model. Doctor, teacher, nurse, nourisher. You don't need us. Go and live your life. But then they said, well, wait a minute. We can't make a lot of money doing that. Right. And that's, and now you, now you messed it all up. Yeah. Right. Because this isn't about your health. It's about them making money. Well, so, yeah, it's a business now. It's, it's a, it's a business. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a cult of Asclepius business. And that's where you, you, I, I go in and I go, I go, listen, I feel bad for so many of these docs, these white coats, you know, I give them a bunch of shit and I'm going to keep giving them a bunch of shit. Cause I just, I, I, I have the, the doctors who haven't woken up to the problems in their own industry at this point. I have zero respect for the doctors that have, I have a ton of reverence for, right? Like that's what it is. You woke up. We, you know, we, when we know better, we do better. I get that. But the white coats that are so proud of being their stupid white coats, not understanding that those are symbols of tyranny. Oh, we're going to, we're having adult conversations, right? Yeah. That's what we're having adult conversations here. I feel sorry for them because they don't get to see what you saw, Kirsten. Yeah. We get to see it every day. We get to see it every, people just get better. But the belief is beaten out of them. Like we have clients that are MDs and DOs and healers on many levels. We, we mm-hmm. have clients who, who doctors are sought after all over the world to get their healing and they're coming to us for their healing mm-hmm. because they know there's another way. But so many of them talk about the, the conditioning that happens when you're in med school 
from the idea of we're going to shame you if you step out of line, if you talk beyond what this very narrow focus is, which is diagnose and medicate and diagnose and medicate and diagnose and and do surgery. Mm -hmm. And so when clients come to me, they get really upset. They're like, well, I went to my doctor and he said these things. And I said, well, that's also a change in the expectation you need to have too. You keep going to these traditional conventional thought process people. And of course they're going to give you that answer. They aren't trained. It's out of their scope of practice to have nutrition conversations. I mean, you know that. Yep. And conversations about physiology in ways that we do because it's they're not taught that way. So therefore it's out of their scope. Our out of our scope, of course, is to diagnose and to um, you know work with people on the diagnosis piece or to talk to them about hmm, prescribe. We can't prescribe, which of course, who wants right. the prescription? What, we, what, what can't we do? Because they claim the words. We can't diagnose, we can't prescribe, and we can't cure according yeah. to them. So cool. I'll Fine. help you heal. Take those stupid words. I'm just going to help you heal. Yeah. And you can call them whatever you want at this point. But I have to have conversations with clients. I'm like, if you go through traditional medicine, conventional medicine, recognize what it's there for. It's immediate medicine. If I get ch- my arm chopped off in a car accident, I'm going to the hospital. Like I'm expecting right, somebody. Right. I'm not rubbing some herbs on my arm, right? Right, right. But, look at what it's for. It's emergency medicine, but we use emergency medicine for long-term healing. That's, it's not congruent. It won't they, happen. They, it, great, great, great thought. I've been saying for years, you know, we, we talk all the time. Mm-hmm. Emer- there's never been a better emergency medicine than the allopaths, right? right. Perfect. They, they've proven themselves. They will save you when you would have otherwise died in every situation. Right. But like you said, you cannot take that thought process that they have to use to save a life in those extreme situations and apply them to long-term care, apply them to recovery from chronic illnesses. And especially when what they are supplying uh, long-term is, is toxic to the cellular environment. And you couple that with an existing pre-existing toxic toxicity in the emotional content of a person because they've endured traumas. You couple that with an pre-existing spiritual trauma where people are questioning God's existence. Like, dude, how did you get here? Right. All right. Can we, can we, can we get off of this whole religion? Well, I don't think God exists nonsense. You're here. You're the proof. All right. So let's, we, there's so much toxicity that we have to deal with, but what's so amazing is when you help people deal with that toxicity, something very interesting happens. The body starts to heal. Why? Because what God designs fixes itself. Right. So give me, we're going to, we're going to cut to a commercial in a second. Give me some final thoughts on this because you brought up one other point on, on, protocols. And I've been railing on those too. I've been like, please, if you give me, I, I, I love the idea of a starting point for general purposes. Yeah, of course. I, mean, I, I, I totally get it. I'm an engineer. I, I love it. But if we're not personalizing and if we're not able to start pivoting when a situation clearly says it, then we're missing the mark. And that takes you being interested and involved. What are your thoughts on on protocols and, and all that other stuff. Yeah, I mean, of course we have them too, but we've also realized that each person is an individual. So I look at it as the framework mm-hmm. to work with within, but if you have a framework for a house, it doesn't mean that you have to paint the same house, the same colors, like every everybody's house, the same colors. You might wanna have an extra room over here. Or you might need some furniture in this room in a way that somebody else wants it to be a sunroom and it wants to be. So the framework I think is still pretty much the same. You still need walls that need to hold up a ceiling and you still need a roof. Like, like there's certain things that you need, but your house, your structure may just look a little differently from the inside or maybe even from the outside. 
So the pieces are there. We just have to put it together for you the way that you need it. And what we like to do is teach our clients the understanding of why do you need this two by four? Why do you need a roof the way that it is tilted? Why do you need it? And then they can start making the adjustment because they start to understand the alignment of their soul, their spirit, their understanding of self to build the house the way that they need to. Mm-hmm. And to have that framework help support them literally uh, with the right foundation. Another great analogy. See, folks, these are the kind of people you want to go to. It's not just that they, that she has experience. It's not just that she has success. It's that she can explain things to you in a way that one makes sense, right? This is the thing I hear all the time, Kirsten. It just makes sense when you say something like, yes, because you know the truth when you hear it. We're, mm-hmm. we're all designed in that way. But it's, it's also something greater. There's constant fostering of independence. Constant. It's like, look, I got to where I am where you won't find me in a hospital. I've already told people even at this point, if, it's, if I get an emergency situation, just let me die. Right? <laughs> I, mean, I'm, I mean that too. Um, I, I have no faith of what's going on in there. I want them nowhere near my body. I'll wake up with like 12 needles in me you know, of all, cause they, they looked and they, we couldn't find your Vax record. So we just, we just vaccinated you. you. That's what was relevant right now. I'm dying, but that's what was relevant. Um, so, uh, but I think you, we get to this place, right. Where we, we simply give people the tools. Mm-hmm. And when you give people the tools, it puts the work in the correct person's, you know, daily experience. I'm not here to do your work. We can't. I can't do your work, right? That work that you have to do is uniquely designed for you, right? I can only help you learn how to do that work. Mm -hmm. I can only make certain recommendations and give you some advice, point you in a certain direction. You have to do the work. And here's the beautiful thing. When you do the work, you get the rewards. Yep. How long is it going to take, Kirsten? How long until as long I'm as healed? it needs to? <laughs> as, long as, it as long as you need it to. Um, yeah. the, finding a practitioner who can give you the tools and then empower you to use them. Mm-hmm. That's what people should be looking for. Someone they resonate with whose goal is to empower you to understand so that you can take the reins and actually be able to do it on your own. And that's, I think, a big difference too between really effective natural healers and true kind of conventional medicine. Green allopaths. They want you to be dependent. They want you to be dependent. That They need for you to be dependent. My ego needs you to praise me at all times. I need to take credit. Yep. God complex is just really funny within the doctors, right? Right. But when you have someone who knows what they're doing, they've seen it happen before, they have the tools to help support you, they can hold space for you, and they empower you to step into your own healing, Mm -hmm. you will have the healing that you're looking for, whatever that has to be. That's right. You are divinely powerful beyond measure, Mm -hmm. right? And that's what a real healer steps in and says, and and. The, and the thing I love about real healers roaming around on this earth, and there's many roaming around, is that they're speaking from personal experience. And that's what we're, we're going to talk about when we come back. I want you to share your personal experience. And I want you to, look, this is possible. What, what, are, what are we doing as healers? Is I'm not selling you something, number one. Mm-hmm. And I'm not making you dependent on me, number two. What I'm doing is discussing in an adult conversation what's 
possible. Why? Because I have firsthand experience with it. And I've seen other people that I've worked with who've done the work have firsthand experience with it too. And in fact, the people who do the work, I have yet to see them fail in any situation. So if you want to guarantee, bet on yourself. That's where you're going to get the best bang for your buck. That's where you're going to get that bet coming back one million fold in your favor. Hallelujah. Right. So folks, uh, we'll be right back with Kirsten Carey, Transformational Healing. We're going to talk about this book and more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. Energetic Health Radio, folks, is uh, brought to you by Global Healing as well. Folks, I have just fallen in love with all the work that Dr. Ed Group is doing uh, with Global Healing. Go to globalhealing.com. Check out his product line. I got to tell you firsthand that I am doing some um, some yeast and fungus kind of clearing out of my body. So these little buggers been eating me alive and I'm taking his mycozil right now. And I'm taking his, uh, paratrex right now with some artemisia, some wormwood in it. And it is kicking my butt in the best of ways. It's like one of those things where you smell it, you get those organoleptics and you're like, oh, this stuff is potent. Right. And then you put it in your body and you start feeling things getting killed off. And you're like, oh, there's some great stuff happening. And then you get a little bit of brain spacey and you get a little bit of achy and you you go through what your body is designed to do, which is heal. It's not easy all the time, but it can be very, very effective long-term. And I, folks, I can't wait. To, I'm going to report to you back on this in a couple of weeks on everything, but this product line is potent. There is love energy in the medicine. They take Carillion photographs and they get independent labs to check it. I can, I, I've never endorsed any product line specifically because I thought they were all full of it. And then I went and toured his facility. I met everybody there. And I'm telling you folks, I am all in on global healing and what Dr. Group is doing. Go to globalhealing.com, put in promo code EHI, make sure you get that discount, make sure you put those products into your body and make sure you give your body the love it deserves. We'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix Rex nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud.
All right. Welcome back, everyone. Okay. We are here, folks, with Kirsten Carey. I want to also, I want to tell you, we're going to tell you a couple of times, but I want you to get this. You can find her and her wonderful husband, Anthony, at nourish123.com. That's nourish123.com. That's also where you can go directly to um, purchase the book, her new book that just came out, her and her husband's new book, uh, Transformational Healing. All right. So check it out. Transformational Healing. Again, I am tired of us buying books that talk about problems. Let's buy books that talk about solutions, especially solutions for you. That's where the money needs to go because the money is hard, hard earned, hard to come by. And a lot of you don't have a whole bunch of it. So make sure you spend it wisely on things that can actually help you instead of make you feel a little bit worse about what's going on in the world. All right. So Kirsten coming back in, you know, um, you have a trend, just a, just an incredible, incredible story of transformational healing, your own personal journey. I know it's been going on for like 16 years and it's evolved. What I would really love for you to do, because I want to share a real, what, what is a real healing experience mm-hmm. like? It's not like, hey, I took this supplement and I'm all better, <laughs> right? So what I really would love for you to do, take us through your journey. I think it's been 16 years or something like that, that you've been going through this. Can you take us and take us through the stages of evolution sure. of your transformation? And we, I would just, I'm going to shut up. I would love to hear it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, it's been going on my whole entire nearly 50 years on the planet. So if we really were serious about it, but what my my consciousness <laughs> really started picking up on, there was something wrong. I mean, but as a kid, you know, I had digestive issues and migraines and acne issues. And, you know, I had all these problems. My cycle was always a train wreck from day one. Like they put me on medications for that from the at 14. And so, I mean, but when I grew up, and most people think this, they, they were all not connected. Can I ask one doctor? question on that yeah. right there early on? Were you vaccinated as a child? Uh, well, some of it I was, uh, as far as I know. Um, and they went along with what you were supposed to, but of course I'm almost 50. So the vaccinations that were available at the time less. were so much less, right? Right. Um, but I was actually just having this conversation with Anthony last night. There was a point, cause I hated needles so much when I was about 15, 14, I started fighting the, I don't want to go for that. And my mother just kind of went, I don't want to fight you about it. So it wasn't a, we don't vaccinate. We do vaccinate family. It was more of a, I don't like the needles. This doesn't make sense to me. I'm not doing this, which I think was my divine connection as well coming through, but who knows what it really was. But I don't think I had a lot of them after about 15 whatever happens after that at the time. Um, and I was not vaccinated through any of the COVID things, no boosters, no nothing, that, that didn't happen. No flu shots, none of that. Um, but up until that point, yeah, I had all sorts of, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. Um, then, you know, in my 20s and 30s, I started, because I'm a former athlete, I'm a former gymnast, I, I started gaining weight in a way that I was like, what is that? and train wreck cycles and trying to get off the pill and and migraines that would bring you to your knees and I had to be in a dark room and I was vomiting from them and and adult acne that was just embarrassing to the point where I couldn't leave the house and so it didn't make sense and I was having all these other symptoms that you know I was having blood in the urine that was unexplainable I was having pain in areas that they couldn't figure out and poked and prodded and and seen all the specialists and all the things and and they just kept kind of shrugging their shoulders and saying I don't know what to do with this but the weight gain was the thing that really was hitting me the hardest because that was the thing I was always able to just manage by just being healthy. I was eating my whole wheat pastas and my low fat dairies and I was doing all the things you're supposed 
to do and I was eating my salads and I was working out and I was doing my cardio and all the things and I was still gaining weight. And then I started realizing how emotionally that was affecting me. And I was now knowing I was in a marriage that was pretty train wreckish uh, now that I know what, that, what narcissism is. Um, and I understood that I was really burned out and really upset. And I was drinking uh, mostly every day. I was from an Irish family. That's how we roll. That's how we do things. We don't talk about emotions. We drink them away. So I finally moved from Phoenix, uh, Philadelphia to Phoenix. And a lot started shifting for me at that point. Just the fact I was moving away from the family unit was a big deal. People in my family don't do that. And we have a very large Irish Catholic family. And so that journey started bringing me to a space where conventional medicine, I started realizing wasn't serving me. The whole allopathic, call it something, diagnose it, uh, medicate it, uh, do surgery on it. None, none of that was was serving me. So I... <laughs> decided to go back and try and figure the answer out on my own. So I went back uh, to school for nutrition. Um, I opened a series of restaurants because I thought that would be a brilliant idea. And I had seen a naturopath who had finally did enough testing where she said, you have celiac disease. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. So she explained autoimmune to me. I realized that I couldn't eat gluten anymore. And she said, basically, just change your diet and you'll be fine. And I wasn't fine. I got, things got somewhat better, but it wasn't the way I expected it to be. So I started going down the rabbit holes that, as you do in, in, in school, when you go through nutrition, you start looking at all the detoxes and all the, this, the diets. And I was paleo and I was vegan and I was, I was only whole foods plant-based and I was only this. And, and none of it was getting me any closer to the version of healing that I knew I had to be capable of because I kept thinking I can't live like this. And I'm too damn young to feel this old and this train. Like I, I knew there had to be something else because this wasn't acceptable. At least I had that belief. And so then I ended up going to EHI. Of course, that's a, you and I met. I think you actually came to the restaurant. I think you were actually at one of the restaurants. And that's how you and I crossed paths. I, I did. I, I walked in. This is where Madi, you know, yeah, blast yeah. from the past, you know, was like, hey, you've got to meet Kirsten. She's doing this great work with these restaurants. And I was designing the nutrition programs and things like that. And then, and we just hit it off because I was like, oh my God, I walked in the restaurant. I was like, here's somebody who gets it. Somebody who's like, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure the foods I make for people are clean and nutritious. And I was just like, I'm in. And it just was like, boom, from there. It was great. Yeah. And it was, it was like this perfect relationship at the time because of where you were, where I was in our journeys. And, you know, again, I'm always trying to solve the problem because if I can't find the problem, the, the answers outside of me, I know there's an answer. I just have to find it. So then I ended up going through EHI and you and I started connecting on, on different levels and the food made more sense to me. I mean, I literally opened the restaurants because I had nowhere to eat. <laughs> so many food restrictions. I'm like, let me open a restaurant. That's that's not financially devastating. <laughs> <Yep>. So <laughs> so I did that. And then the the chef piece came into play for me and understanding food at a commercial level and understanding food at a, at a, at a micro level. I mean, it was and so I started getting better somewhat, but I was still having these EpiPen allergy reactions that nobody could seem to figure out why they were happening. Um, so I started then going through more of a, a journey of a spiritual healing because I realized that I could only get myself so far with the perfect diet and I could only get myself so far with the perfect mm. supplementation. There was only so far I could go. But I had grown up in a household that was both parents came from Catholicism, both of them were raised Catholic schools, the whole nine. And there's, you know, we fit all the stereotypical things for the Irish Catholics. But my dad then 
goes to Vietnam, he comes back and decides that there is no God because there couldn't be if this is what life looks like. And so he kind of did a total 180. And so he got together with my mother, they, they had my sister and me, and then my brother 14 years later. So it's been an interesting journey to watch how they are with him versus my sister and me. But my dad pretty much raised us in the atheist, there is nothing, like there is nothing. You are just what you are, and when you're done, you're done. And that never resonated well with me, but you did what daddy said, like you just. So the conditioning on that versus the how I felt I really connected with the universe and, and spirit and source was a major conflict for me uh, my whole life. And now that I understand autoimmune better, and I ended up with celiac disease and then later Hashimoto's, which is the attack of the thyroid. If you look at when you're not aligned with who you truly are at your core, and you were trying to be the person you think you need to be in order to be safe within a family unit, you are literally having an identity crisis all day long. And when you're in an identity crisis, you're in a war with yourself. And if you think of autoimmune, the condition is the attack of self. Mm -hmm. So why would the body attack self? right? You know, it's not going to be the answer isn't just it's the wrong food, it's the wrong this, it's the wrong toxin, it, they're the toxins. It's why are you in conflict with self? Why would the thing, the immune system, it's supposed to protect you and help you heal, be the very thing that is killing you, literally causing you suicide internally. Mm -hmm. So that was a huge piece for me where I kept saying, but why would my body attack self? So I started doing more emotional work, trauma work. I started going and getting, of course, because I can't just go get the work. I have to go get certified in all the work. So I started getting certified in, in addition to all of the amazingness with the uh, physiology and the nutrition and all of those physical, mm -hmm. tangible pieces. I started doing healing work and around trauma and neuro-linguistic programming and, and energy work and uh, hypnosis and understanding connection with the subconscious and where the subconscious is connected to source. And once I started understanding the spiritual, emotional underlying trauma side of self, I understood why I felt so burned out for so many years. Mm -hmm. I understood why the marriage I was in was literally killing me because of the belief system I had and who I was in that marriage. Mm -hmm. um, understanding who I was in the family unit and why I followed what I was told to do, even though it was not resonating with who I was. I mean, we do what we're conditioned to do because it keeps us safe. And if we don't feel safe, the chances of us dying are, are, are high, right? Or mm -hmm. so we believe. Are pretty well, pretty if you don't feel safe, you're constantly in an incessant, never-ending survival mode. Always. And that, that, that your body is just simply not designed to stay in that mode for any longer than short, quick bursts on any given day, right? So it's mm -hmm. just foregone conclusion that you are, like you said, you are, you're, you're, bot you're suiciding yourself. And where is it really emanating from? the core belief structure, because you don't believe you're safe because you're literally trying to be someone you're not. seems to me, Kirsten, from what I'm seeing around the world, there's a whole lot of that going oh, yeah. on. People just refusing to accept who they are and instead trying to pretend to be something else. But anyway, the, well, they're afraid goes. to be who they are. I mean, exactly. We're attacking people for belief systems because you don't believe in what I believe. So I'm going to kick you out of the tribe kind of concept. And mm -hmm. it's getting worse and worse. And we're polarizing more and more. So what's happening is people are terrified to actually show up as who they are because mm -hmm. they'll be kicked out of the tribe and not only just kicked out, you're attacked at a level that I've never seen in the 50 years I've been here. Right. So you start to really literally core wired within us is to not be attacked by the very people who are supposed to be keeping us safe. So yes. we will go along 
We will say the thing that we know we're supposed to say, but we are literally dying internally because we are going against who we really are and that puts you in a state of that fight or flight constantly and again we're supposed to have that available to us when we are actually in true danger to get out of it but you're in chronic state of that you're in your lower energy centers all day long just trying not to die right now from your body's perspective you can't get into those higher centers you can't get into that connection with self and with source and with spirit you can't actually heal because exactly. we were grounded in a way that you can't get above that and, and tap into the healing centers. Amen. Amen. So now you, you, you've obviously done all this great work on yourself uh, from an emotional standpoint, but then I think there was another layer for you, right? Yeah. And it became spiritual. So how did you reestablish that divine connection again? What were you doing to help create that, that reconnect? Just opening up to the ability that that wasn't going to be dangerous for me. I mean, I, I wouldn't verbalize that to my family until, I mean, now I do, which is, is different, but I started getting into more of a spiritual journey of, of self and my connection with what, what do I define as God? What do I define as source or spirit? What do I see the universe as? Where do I fit in all of that? And so then I started really getting into it. So, I mean, I read constantly. I'm constantly reading, constantly reading. So I'm a big fan of like Eckhart Tolle. Uh, I'm a big fan of Bruce Lipton. Like uh, I love a lot of these guys really talking about Dr. Joe Dispenza. But I, the challenge I had with a lot of these guys, though I loved what they talk about, is that there was still a disconnect. It was like, we talked about all the spiritual stuff, but then there didn't seem to be any real connect on how do you connect with that? Can you give me mm -hmm. some sort of idea or process or it was just belief. And I'm like, but I can't, I, I can't just, I, I, maybe I, other people can, but I can't just snap my fingers and believe when I was in a state of non-belief for safety for so long. Mm -hmm. So I then had to start really understanding, okay, how do I connect? Because I understand how the body works now in a whole different way. I understand how spirit works from my perspective. How do I combine all of those pieces? How do I combine the, uh, the physiology, the epigenetics? I got really deep into epigenetics, which we'll have to talk about some other day because mm -hmm. we can get there all day long. How do yeah. I take the nutrition? How do I take the understanding of why my body shows up with celiac disease, but my sister shows up as uh, Hashimoto's? I showed up as celiac and Hashimoto's, but why isn't my brother showing up with that stuff? Like, mm -hmm. where's the genetic component in here? But how do I influence those genetics like what what control do i have so it was pulling all the pieces together so again i'm constantly reading i'm constantly putting pieces together i'm constantly just sitting with my divine connection to understand better and that's typically where the answers really come right you can yep. read all day long but if you're not able to have a conversation with self it doesn't you don't allow the answer to come through and so I also teach this stuff. So the more I teach, of course, the more comes through for me because the universe yep. is helping me see the more people who learn, the more people who need more information. I'm just the conduit, yep. I'm just the portal, right? So then yep. our clients wanted more because I was healing at a higher rate and, and, and I have worked with psilocybin and I have worked with some of these other components too for myself mm -hmm. personally mm -hmm. to also connect at another level and to, to peek through, right? The mm -hmm. shadow or the, the curtain. That for everybody that. listening, I've worked with psilocybin as well. So don't get all weirded out. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, he's talking, about, he's talking about those mushrooms. Folks, it's created by God, number one. Number two, there's a reason for it. And that reason for it is to help remind you of what is possible when you have forgotten. It's not something for everyday use or for recreational use. It's for specific purposes. And most importantly, 
reestablishing divine connection and vision questing, remembering what your purpose here is. So some of the prayers, I recite a prayer, Kirsten, prayer of the healer that was actually developed while I was on a journey, while I was on a vision quest, right? That's what it is. So don't be weirded out. And we're not saying go and do mushrooms or anything like that, but it is a tool. And if, when you have tools and you use them, and when you're ready for that tool, it can be, it can help you. I don't want to say ascend, but it can help you take that next step in your healing journey, especially if you're plateauing, we're coming up against it. Um, I, and, and I, I just wanted to, I want to end it in a, in a really good way with it. So you've, cause we've known each other for years now, like mm-hmm. so long. And, um, you know, we've both been watching our, our collective growths, right. You know, and it's, what's so been so fascinating for me is that our journeys are definitely different and they're unique. And that's what it is for every journey. Every person's journey is unique, but that we are, we've come into this same kind of reappreciation, reestablishment of this, of this, of, and gratitude for this divine. So in your, in your final thoughts here for today, what message do you want to leave with everybody? And uh, I do want to reiterate with everybody that 16 years, right? And because we keep getting this question from people, how long, how long, how long, as long as it takes is the answer, right? And what you have is this willingness. And I think this, this refusal that I've been teaching for the last couple of weeks, especially the only way to fail in a healing process is to give up the Mm -hmm. only way to fail that there's just an, an eternal hostility towards surrender that you must have when you are going into a healing process. And I mean that specifically eternal hostility towards it, like under no circumstances, will you surrender? Because that's the only way to fail. So Houston, what's your message to everybody? What do you want everybody to, to get from your experience to show them what is possible in theirs? Well, one that you, your body's inherently designed to heal. So you find what's aligned for you and you find what calls to you and you learn how your body communicates and you will find that healing. Your length of time to find that healing is based on your definition. And what's interesting, and most of our clients will tell you this, is that your definition will continue to evolve. So you never (laughs) really truly reach what you consider healing because you up-level your knowledge and your understanding of what's possible. So there's never a point, I've never seen anybody who gets to a point and goes, I'm done, I've healed. Like you have your moments and where you get to the next level and the next level, but (laughs) you then want more. Yeah. And some of our clients who've been dealing with some of this stuff for so long, they just want to be able to wake up in the morning and be able to function. We have the try not to die today client, but then we have the clients that have now well past that. And mm-hmm. they're like, now I want this next level of connection. And I want this Amen. next level of healing. And it's beyond their physical. Let me just try not to die today. Right. So it's the idea of your journey is going to be what your journey is supposed to be. And if you recognize that that's there for you and this isn't happening to you, and you find a healer who understands that and has seen healing before, the type of healing you want to achieve, Yeah, you've got your answers. You yeah. have healing within you. You just have to be able to either lean into it or relax into it or allow it to surface. But there's a reason that you're holding back because there's a fear around the healing somewhere. You just have to find somebody who helps you understand how to find that for yourself. Right. And like we've said, it's for you to do the work. Mm-hmm. There has to. How do we know when someone's ready? 
because they come asking questions. And a person who's asking questions is somebody who's seeking answers. Someone who's seeking answers is ready to do work. So if I don't, I'd never push myself on anyone, folks. And I never recommend any of the folks that I teach to push themselves on people because all they're saying, if you have to push yourself on someone is they're not ready and that's okay. We make people jump through hoops actually to prove that they're ready to do this right now. That's right. Frankly, it's exhausting to work with somebody who's fighting you the whole time. And I can work with somebody to get them past those things, but you have to at least be willing to know it's going to be hard. But if you're saying, well, prove to me how you can help me, I'm like, I, all day long, I could give you all the evidence. But if you're not ready to heal, you're not going to take it. I could hand it to you on a silver platter mm-hmm. and you won't take it. So we, we make people jump through hoops and have conversations and fill out applications and do a whole bunch of stuff to even decide, is this going to be a good fit? Because it's not going to be good for either of us if it's not. Right. We want you to heal. (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. What do do I want more than anything else to not be needed? What do I want more than anything else to not be needed? Because you have gotten to the place in your journey where I am no longer needed. That's the, that's the goal, right? Not lifetime dependency. Actually, it's just the opposite lifetime independence, right? That's why Mm -hmm. we love freedom so much. All right. Well, folks, make sure you check out Kirsten Carey, nourish123.com. That's nourish123.com. You can get the new book, Transformational Healing. I highly recommend that you get it. Put some good mental medicine into you every single day. You want to be happy? Read things that make you happy. There you go. Watch things that make you happy. Listen to things that make you happy. Have conversations that make you happy. That's how you get happy. All right. All right, folks. You know, we have four major challenges in this lifetime to take no offense, to speak truth, to be selfless, and to remain humble. So, on behalf of everyone at the Energetic Health Institute and Energetic Health Radio, I want to say thank you so much for sharing what we do here. I want to say thank you so much for participating and being such a great part of of what we do. I really appreciate you so much. May God shine his divine light down upon us all, everyone we love, and surround us in the protection of his warm and healing embrace. We see you next week with more Energetic Health Radio. Until then, get some nature in you. Aloha and adios. Adios.